0: As the famous poet Robert Frost says, Poetry is when the emotions have found its thought and the thought has found its words. The woman we are going to speak to today has definitely found her words. She is an author of two books, namely Pratibimba, which is a collection of 10 Bengali poetries and Into the Hue, Beyond, Horizon of Horizons collection of 25 poetries in English. She has published a lot of her poetries into different anthologies, naming few like The Right Order, The Divine Publications, etc. And she has even contributed her poetries to The Literature Yearbook of 2021, Women and Emotions. She's recently been awarded by the Pioneer's Flair Award 2022 as the best author. She is amazing. Like, it is... An amazing feeling for me because I met her as a small kid, as a student in my school. And over all, at the eve of Teacher's Day, this is wonderful to me. It's a beautiful feeling. Please welcome Ms. Upamaghosh. Hi everyone, this is Ritika and you are at the Mind and the Heart podcast. This podcast is available on Spotify 24 hours before than anywhere else in the world. And on Google Podcast as well. This podcast is available as a video podcast on YouTube and Facebook. Also, you can go ahead and follow us on our social media handles at the rate TMTH Podcast.
1: Thank you so much, ma'am, for coming down. It's a pleasure. Thank you have very much. I'm very happy Teacher's Day to you because when I... A- But when I first met you, my first experience was a little girl among hundreds of others. And uh, like I really never thought that this would be possible. Whereas I sit down and have a one-on-one conversation with you and put it down uh, to the world as a podcast or as a video. It's a a blessing.
2: Yes, it's a unique experience for me also. For the first time, I'm coming up with this with a student of mine and uh, I'm very glad. Thank you.
1: Alright, so um, like you want to start by saying something? Like I've already uh, uh, like told my audiences about what you do, about your book and all. So do you want to start with something from your own side? Like something you want to start with?
2: Actually, no, um, as it is uh, on the occasion of Teachers' Day, so uh, it's a message to you all who are students out there that uh, you know teaching is not a one-way process now Uh, it's uh, I think it's a multiple-way process but to be very honest it's a two-way process it's not a one-way traffic so without students teachers won't exist so hats off to all the students out there who are striving and uh, moving in the continuous process of education or learning at large
1: okay so uh, thank you so much for this i would say this will help the students who are right now students and are like, uh, wishing to be teachers in the future who aspire to be one this is a great message for them i feel so um, that's there so i have prepared a set of questions for you which i feel uh, the answers we'll receive would be really motivational and a little of different side of yours to the listeners and the okay. one who are watching the video as well. so uh, i have it down in my computer i'll just read through one by one and i would expect you to open up as uh, beautifully as possible well.
2: yeah that's interesting okay.
1: so for the first question uh, we have tell us something about the favorite childhood memory you have
2: yeah among the several memories which i have or which i have collected from childhood Uh, One fond memory of mine which I would recollect is that uh, it was uh, when I was, say, about four years old, okay, right after my drawing class, I remember I would go to the terrace with my grandmother, okay, and would, uh, you know, that was the time when I got introduced to the association of colors, okay, the pastel shades and the 24 and 48 shades of colors which are there in the pastel set. So I remember I just got introduced to the world of colors and uh, my favorite, always my favorite was blue. Okay, so I would look at the sky and I remember that uh, I used to keep a notebook at hand right from then and I'm continuing that even today. So uh, the notebook, uh, in that very notebook, I recollect that I would write. Today the sky is sky blue. The other day I would write. Today the sky is cobalt blue, uh, the sky is electric blue, like that. And uh, that's a favorite memory of mine, which keeps coming back to me.
1: Okay, okay and so I cherish that
2: the, memory. Yeah. Okay, so I would like
1: to ask, like this is uh, like how old were you at this? Moment?
2: Four, four, five, midway. Oh, how sweet! That is yeah.
1: beautiful. Like. Uh, correlating uh, when I was five I had uh, my first art teacher okay. so uh, okay. like he was wonderful he is the only reason I would say whatever I, I do today I, I I have learned is because of him due to certain circumstances I had to uh, quit uh, the professional teaching from Zen uh, because uh, I couldn't and there were scenarios as well but I would say whatever he taught me till then was beautiful and he was also the one who taught me the colors the lights the the shapes and the world like the view you have as an artist is really different than normal perspective i would say
2: yes actually you know this uh, is the motivating force for say artists or would-be artists or wannabe artists you know the association of colors sounds music action So this keeps on motivating.
1: Yeah, like every color, I would say every color, every uh, shape for that matter. I don't know, a lot of people won't won't get it. But I feel everything has an emotion attached to it. Absolutely. Like you can put down your entire thought with the help of colors and lines only, maybe. It's like connecting the the minds
2: with colors.
1: No, it's related
2: to psychology, human psychology, obviously. Yes. All right. So, uh, we are done with this. Let's
1: have the second question. Um, Okay. What's the best compliment you have ever received?
2: Okay. Uh, Mostly from students and I would uh, term this to be my best compliment. Ma'am, you are our inspiration and that's what you know. Keeps me, you you know, keeps me rocking as a teacher and as a guide. I won't say that, you know, I am a teacher. I would rather prefer to be a guide, and in the process, I would also, you know, uh, like to be guided by students, who keeps on inspiring me.
1: Like this is something you uh, brought up. I would say, Uh, as uh, someone who is. 22 actually now I kind of like I teach a girl she's uh, six only and then I realized suddenly that I'm 16 years older to her and I am about to be in my 20s then I realized oh my god there's so much to learn from the younger ones today
2: yeah so much and you know there is no end to this learning process yes till your last drop you would keep on learning and that's what you know life life expects from you, life never expects like with the quote unquote quotation mark expected or things to do like that, but uh, I think that uh, that's the mystery of life that you never cease to learn. Yeah,
1: like it continues; it yeah. never stops. Yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah. So uh, we have a few really um like questions which will. Uh, make you think so you are an author you have written several poetries several books in the language bengali in english and all you are also a professor in english so um like if you can go back in time and have a coffee with an author or a poet who is not maybe right today in this world but you would have loved if that is possible
2: okay it's very difficult to you know come forward with the name of a single author in that sense there are quite a number of authors which uh, you know with whom I would like to go on uh, coffee myths a coffee coffee date if you may say right so the first one uh, you know uh, three group of women with whom I would like to go out um, they are uh, not uh, here anymore. One such okay. woman is Virginia Woolf, okay? okay. Um, Helen Keller. And the Helen other Hallow. one is Mollika Shengupto, okay? He is, okay. Uh, she is a Bengali poet, right? Okay. And, um, and uh, very lately, um, one such author would be Anupam Roy. Okay, I'm uh, I'm totally driven towards his uh, writing, especially poems. So and uh, uh, the reason being their uh, you know their indomitable spirit and relentless courage, which uh, I would uh, come forward as the only reason why I would like to go out with them. It's truly about you know their writings, of course, that would come right at the beginning, but to be very honest, the prime reason would be, you know, their indomitable spirit and relentless courage. All
1: right. So it seems as you talked about courage, you, I have, I have read a few of your poetries and I realized you are someone uh, whose writings are basically to provide power to people, the the power they are missing upon, Right. So uh, what is your uh, outlook to people who write about emotions and sorrow,
2: maybe? Actually, you know, it takes a lot of courage to speak of those hidden emotions, which is, you know, they right there within you in your inner recess. You know, it takes a lot of courage. So I would uh, definitely uh, try to congratulate those who can do so and would inspire those who would you know just uh, hide those but they want to come up with those emotions they need to come out uh, of that you know of that hidden cage and uh, see see, uh, with their heart out or whatever it is they can either write they can paint or they can come up with various forms of art we can do so via cooking or baking and other stuff that's also a form of art why not
1: definitely definitely so um all right that's there so i would say from my outlook would be to what you just said that people who write about sorrow are the ones uh, who were well enough to talk about it because they uh they lost the fear of the world right fear of the society who would judge why the sorrow? Why right. you are feeling sorrow for this? Or maybe this constant motivation that you cannot feel sorrow. You have to pass or pass through this and not think about it. And if you talk about specifically gen, if you discriminate it according to gender, people tend to do this very often with guys, like boys. As if they cannot cry, they cannot speak right, up. Right, absolutely. Extremely wrong. It's
2: embedded, you know, right from the moment they're growing up. Okay, boys don't cry and uh, you should be strong like a man so this keeps on i as, feel that problem mm, wrong. this acts as, yes, yes
1: this right. acts
2: as a barrier to growth yeah.
1: yeah it it could have been you could be you are you can be strong like a mother or because she does a lot of things she has a lot of power or you could have said that you you can be strong like a human being Yes. Which is, yes, absolutely. Yeah, because like human being is the is at the top of the uh, like the living creatures on this world as we know till today. So we can just say that uh, you can be a human and you can pass through everything. Right. Instead of saying, right. You can be a man. And pass
2: anyone, everything. anyone, you know, uh, any human can cry. So why not boys, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Definitely so
2: you you should everything. one should try to, you know, come out of these. Uh, What would I say? These are also, I guess, part of superstition. Okay. It's a construct, obviously, but it stems from superstition. I guess. Yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah, definitely. Okay. So, we have a few more questions. I know we are running out of time, but I will try to squeeze in as much as possible. Right. So, um, okay. Let's talk about um, what is a myth? People have
2: a because you write. You are an author. Okay. Meets, I won't say in that sense. But there is a saying that authors uh, don't mix with people. Like, don't mm. mix with people at large. So they, are, they are quite haughty and things like that. But uh, to be very honest, uh, you know, if we don't mix with people, we won't be having our resources which we can pen down. Yeah. So... This yeah. is a common myth yes. that is there for authors and among authors and among people, for authors. One
1: yeah. who writes or maybe is an artist in any form, they are like, like questioned, like oh, they, they are kept isolated
2: somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: and that, and people take it like differently as well. I have heard few not so good-minded people say that oh. I think he or she writes or draws because he or she doesn't know how to make friends.
2: Right. Right.
1: <laughs> what yes. is that? It is just that we know how to. And we yeah. can teach you if you want. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. definitely. But I, I wish there are like, there are different um, institutes based on passion. Football, dance, singing. But I really wish somebody would come up with something saying, uh, uh, pen down your thoughts how to write a piece of poetry or maybe a piece of writing.
2: Though there are certain, you know, creative writing courses, but uh, it's few in number. Very few. Very few. Yeah.
1: Very few. Like the ones who who consider pure arts as a subject, they are considered to be a question mark in the future. Right, right. Oh my God, that's wrong.
2: Even today, standing in this, you know, 21st century, it's there. Yeah. Since when I don't know, but it's there still.
1: No, I feel it is because of the economical structure of the world.
2: Yes, again it is a you know again it is a myth.
1: Interconnected.
2: Yes. Always.
1: Like people, people as because people have these kind of thought processes and they end up uh, like they they need people uh, uh, like for example I met a teacher who teaches uh, guitar and a uh, mouth organ and like several right. other instruments as a, at a friend's institute of mine. Uh, right. He's amazing as a teacher. Okay. But I realized I got to know about that uh, he wasn't making enough in his institute and thus he has to do two jobs to sustain his family. Right. So uh, it is, I think, because people never, see, people pay for their children to learn guitar as a passion, as a hobby. So there are places for people who know how to teach. They can make money. But this entire circle of thoughts where, oh, you are someone who uh, teaches guitar? I don't think you can make money. And it goes off and off. And people are expected that if you are a teacher of guitar, you would be paid less. You should be paid less. Right. And it's a circle right. which goes in. Like it starts very before, like early or when yeah. the, first, like, the child that I want to Maybe since the ancient
2: times and it's continuing even today.
1: Yeah. I don't know yeah. how to stop it. Like maybe prioritizing people and giving them the respect they deserve. That like, oh wow, this is a beautiful form of art you do. And you deserve a little more. Economic- it's our
2: responsibility, you know, to yeah. understand or.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: People fail to understand people, you know. So, right there, I think lies the main problem, maybe.
1: Yeah, it's all just thoughts we have, and like different people, different opinions. I would just say people with similar thoughts should come up, because we have this open forum today, social media, or only personal media. We don't have to be together in place doing riots, but we can speak up, at least. Right, right.
2: That's what we are here for, I guess. That's what uh, humankind is here for.
1: Definitely.
2: To support. To support, to speak out without fear. You know, freedom of expression.
1: Right? Yeah. Okay. So we have a few questions uh, I'll ask. So, um, if you would have not been an author and a teacher today, what you would have
2: been? That's quite a difficult question honestly speaking but uh, I have always wanted to be a teacher and I I am now that is one. something you so <laughs> yes yes that's uh, I would guess that's a blessing that it has happened okay and uh, I am very proud that I am a teacher proud of the fact I, that yeah. I could you know uh, make my childhood dream come true yeah that is definitely
1: a thing but like Even today, but don't you feel that a lot of years passed and you saw different people in your life, a lot of people in different, different unconventional or conventional professions. So, did anything spark you? Okay, I could have, like, maybe chosen that. That would have been a different life. Actually,
2: you know, uh, uh, if you say so, maybe a social worker besides being a teacher. you do that now yeah i try to i try to but i can't say i'm doing that i can only say i'm trying to
1: yeah yeah i would really like i also have this like this is because i can share with you because you are not just a teacher of mine you are a friend of mine you are an inspiration to me and also you are very close to me like an older sister. so i guess i can share this with you so i really Right. Kids who, maybe in NGOs, okay, or maybe, maybe, maybe some areas or maybe some place where, uh, somewhere where I can go, I can have a little bit of my own time because my own family, uh, whole family situation a little, is a little rough. And I am someone who really seeks that work. Yes. I really
2: yes. want to
1: have it one and I feel uh, I have a lot to give away as well. You can come so, up with this urge
2: um, on social media okay you can come up with this urge on social media saying what you want right in the same way which you are coming up here today so i guess uh, people would come forward and uh, help you in this there are many such organizations which would come handy for you so you can uh, come up with this on social media
1: you know, yeah. Out loud. That's a really good piece of yes. Yeah. So basically, you know, like spend giving a lot of time, like as you you are doing a lot of things together. I am also trying to do a lot of things I can only history.
2: try. You know, doing a lot of things I mean, together is uh, messy, I would guess. But uh, I but can I mean, try. I can only try. Yeah.
1: So in that scenario, um, uh, giving away a lot of time. Oh um, giving away a lot of monetary would really be tough for me towards NGOs or kids or Right. People. but right. I can give away my words maybe and a you can give
2: your precious time. time you know that's priceless yeah. that's priceless
1: i really wanted to uh, like maybe maybe sit down and teach kids teach students right, right. small kids right. Uh, right once in a week, twice in a week i go and i speak to a lot of people and that is wonderful. Being with kids is wonderful. They mm-hmm. love you unconditionally.
2: Right, absolutely. And their love
1: is so pure. Like, uh, I, maybe, um, I am a very small one to say this, but I feel whatever I uh, students I had till now, I would say this love of a student is awesome. Like, that is different. That is something you would never find. I think you can relate to yes. this as well. that's
2: priceless. And uh, at times, you know, that keeps you that keeps you moving and uh,
1: it and brightens, you feel, brightens up and,
2: and you feel that you are uh, somewhere you know close to some heavenly abode that's what their love yeah. brings
1: i had days where everything else was a little tough my work part and everything i am trying to do my own studies and stuff but i just like this little girl i teach she came up one day and uh, like I was teaching her and she said, Mom, you know, I love you this much. Right. And right. handed me a comedy. And she's only six. Right. And that was so wonderful. Like that made my day.
2: Yes, yes, absolutely. That happens.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I'll just wrap up the entire session with the last question. Yeah. That um, if you had to suggest people who generally don't read or maybe don't understand the vitality of reading, um, what books or maybe pieces of writing you would suggest? Three pieces of writing Right, people right.
2: who right. getting into reading. Right. See books have uh, inspired us since time immemorial. Okay. And uh, if you are to, uh, you know, tell me to suggest three such eminent books. I would definitely uh, uh, say um, uh, like uh, one may go for Rabindranath Tagore's Gitanjali and uh, Virginia Woolf's A Room of One's Own and obviously Helen Keller's The Story of My Life uh, which is a uh, you know saga of her struggle okay and uh, how she came to be what she is today okay uh, so uh, she is there in us, and um, uh, even the movie Black, which got popularized, is a part adaptation of the story of my life. And uh, they are my role models, and uh, I'm highly indebted to them.
1: Yeah, thank you so much. Like, I feel these three, um, like, I would personally go through Gitanjali. I have gone through my like when I was a kid, my mom bought me one, but I would definitely go through the Helen Kellers book. Yes, because I need to go into reading and peace out my mind a little bit. And uh, I feel others would find it uh, beautiful as well. Like beautiful suggestions to start through. yeah, And like really get into the world of reading.
2: These would definitely inspire, I'm sure. Inspire to go. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely. Okay. Like it was wonderful to have you, ma'am.
0: Thank you Same so yeah. much. Same
2: It's a blessing uh, to be here, you know, to be in this... Uh, part of podcast because it's uh, on teachers day that's more special yeah. and uh, so thank you very much for you know choosing me as your guest
1: Definitely. Yeah. My, yeah. it's it's a blessing to me it's a best, and you, blessing
2: to you are a wonderful host so thank kudos you. to you hats off and uh, all I the very best all the very best for your upcoming ventures thank you very much yeah.
0: Thank you so much, ma'am. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.